Hello. Hey. Welcome to the Vergecast. Hello. How's it going? How's Hello. everyone? So Emily's here. 100 countries around the world. <laughs> Worldwide. <laughs> All always the time. On. Always on. Except for that half hour. <laughs> Uh, Shout out to Rome. Shout out to Surrey. <laughs> Shout out to Bristol. No, Shout you can't just say English places. You have to say random. Uh, you have Shout to out s- to my parents in, in, in New Zealand. <laughs> Oklahoma repping. Like, Wisconsin. Just- <laughs> All right. Okay. So, so this is our show. It's, 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 I'm awake. Uh, that's good. Emily, Emily's had like she was real down. She literally switched headphones off of Beats One and onto her Vergecast headphones, and then started screaming in a British accent. Yeah. Um. So this is the Vergecast. Uh, it is July one, which I was informed earlier today uh, is the current date. Uh, I'm here. Dieter's here. Hi, Emily. I think you've heard. I'm, I'm present. Shout out to Bristol. <laughs> uh, and then in the hype seat, celebrating our nation's independence, Nicola Fumo. Bye. Racked. How's it going? Yeah. I'm kind of tired. <laughs> but it's going to be okay. Just do some shout outs and station IDs. <laughs> I like, really thinking about doing up. jumping jacks or some kind of like something to get my blood pumping, but I neglected to do that. Here, just do this. Do me this one favor. Okay. Just scream the word, the word worldwide as loud as you can. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to do that. <laughs> do it! I think, look, I think if Apple is going to try to do, like, you know, worldwide monoculture radio, I think what we can accomplish on this podcast right now is that at this moment, everybody who's listening to it is going to scream the word, the word worldwide. Mm-hmm. We can do it all together. Um, you want to do it in three? Yeah. Wait, Wait are you so going to trick me, one? though? No, I'm not going to trick you. It'll be one, two, three worldwide. You ready? Okay, One. but you know I'm going to like pause and wait for everyone else to do it because I know I'm going to be what tricked. Are, <laughs> what are you want to no, get this is a place of trust. Ready? Is ready? It? You ready? Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Worldwide! <laughs> See? People, like randomly, the people is, in their cars are just not, screaming this all over the place. That's not going to be the last time that I say that word during this podcast. <laughs> no. just, just a fair warning. Uh, I think there's a real chance the hype seat is located wherever Emily is screaming worldwide. <laughs> uh, so it's a Vergecast. It's uh, obviously we're doing it. We're recording a day early, uh, short week, holiday coming at the end of the week. Um, but there's really one thing that happened this week that is big news, and we're just going to talk about it for a while. And then I know Nicola has some ideas about Magic Mike that she'd like to discuss. Oh, can I, I thought you were going to say it was I, Magic Mike. Oh, yeah, no, it should just be. <laughs> we're not going to talk about Apple Music. We're just doing an hour of Magic Mike. Speaking yeah. of music, Luxury Singleton has just posted an exclusive scoop that Facebook is talking to music labels. Everyone, everyone with the same bad idea. How about this business that looks terrible? Let's get into it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so Apple Music launched. I will say yesterday was a... Um, it was just a weird day. Like we, like the world listened to the radio together. Like it was the the thirties or something. It was, it was great. Yeah, you need to get closer to this microphone. It was it was great. I don't know. I feel like uh, I mean, the th- I think the thing we can get into more of the nitty gritty about beats beats one. Yeah, but, yeah. But uh, I thought it was. I mean, I, I I think it's sort of funny when people are like, why would I? Why would I uh, hashtag a tweet? to request a song when I can just look it up on Apple music. If I want to hear it, it's like that kind of takes away from the effervescence of what radio is like the participatory. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like the, the appeal of requesting a song on it. Like they have one request show, but I think, uh, I think Ebro is also doing requests to like kind of informally. Um, the appeal of that is not, I want to hear the song and this is the only way I can hear it. It's like you want to kind of put your stamp out in the world in some way or another just by requesting a song that you like. And, and uh, you know, I, I, I think that there's still a lot of appeal to that. I think there's more appeal to that now that everything's so segmented in the way that we listen to music. So right. it was really interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like perfect. It's not a perfect listening experience by any means, but um I think it was cool. Well, we had like a moment. So we obviously were, there's many pieces of this for us to cover, right? There's like a new app and a new service and it. But then there was also like this radio station is going to start for the first time, which is a strange occurrence. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't happen a lot. Well, and so we like you, set up. I mean, this, it, it happens all the time. What do you mean? Giant radio stations have get launched all the time. No, I, no, I don't think that happens all the time. Oh, they yeah. get they switch they get, over. They, they switch, switch over. Formats. They get bought. They yeah. get they, they right. switch formats. They relaunch. Mm-hmm. But they're never for like the for like I can think of four or five radio stations in Chicago that did all that. But it was always like there was always a lot of continuity, hmm. right? It wasn't like the radio station didn't exist. 
and then they like literally flipped it on and they were like excited to like have it. Right. I guess like my formative like musical experience was a radio station launching in the Twin Cities. Weird. Yeah. Wait, what was that? It was uh, Rev 105. Okay. And then they got shut down because they got bought by Clear Channel. Yeah, that's what happened. And then one. like 15 years later, um, uh, the current like took the people that used to run Rev 105 and brought them over to public radio and launched a music station again. And it was a big deal. Wow. But anyway, Rev 105 <laughs> was a huge deal in the Twin Cities. Yeah. Mine was Q101, which like was a the biggest deal in Chicago. And then mm-hmm. it was shut down. They turned it into a talk radio station. Wow. And then it, now it's on like 91 something. In Chicago. They, they just moved it. Right. But I don't know. Anyway, none of it. Like, well, I just think it was like a moment. Like we set up a speaker. We were all listening to it. They were playing Brian Eno for a long time. I got a lot of notes from other people who work at our company who don't work at The Verge being like, why are you just playing tones at us? <laughs> um, and then I literally, once, once they started, they started with a lot of yelling from Zane Lowe yeah. and like rock music. And I just got a note from one of our product managers, actually Rack's product manager, Elliot, who was like, literally all it said is, what is your strategy here right now? (laughs) 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 It's like, we're just listening to this Apple thing. Wait, asking us about our strategy? No, he was, because it was just his, because he was just like, we were disturbing everybody because you're blasting music in the office, right? Oh, yeah. At like 9 a.m. or noon, it was noon, at noon. And he was just like, what is the strategy right now? Like, what are you doing? Like, why are Did you they just hate us all while we were, I oh, mean. No. They, they, then, they, then they realized there was a big Apple thing, and then they started reading all of our coverage. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. okay. But like, the idea that we were just, like, blasting, like, an English DJ and rock yeah, music. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They were like, what, what's what's? Yeah, up and it's not there? even just, like, playing music. You're playing a guy yelling about music. He yelled a yeah. lot. Yeah, there's a lot of yelling. Um, but that was, like, a moment. I thought that w- that's actually, of all the Apple music stuff, I, I, somebody tweeted at me earlier today that's, like, what is with the wall? The wall beats one coverage. And I, that's just the more interesting piece of this. Hmm. Well, I mean, beats one has the potential to be the most important radio station on the planet. Like there's the, yeah, there's other, there's other like streaming internet radio stations that are worldwide 24 seven worldwide. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But not with the, not with a giant fricking huge button and free to everybody that has an iPhone. There's nothing that that's, that's this convenient to listen to that you can have on your mobile device. And now you can have on your desktop. That was the big thing that was annoying yesterday is you had to listen to it on your phone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean like I, yeah, you, I think you can still, I actually, I haven't even looked for a really long time, but I know that iTunes used to have the thing where you could go through all the different, these different, yeah. um, streaming stations. And I used to listen to those a lot, but like, I don't, I feel like they've kind of phased that out, but yeah, they're, there's, they're, 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 they're in the Apple music app on the phone. Oh, you really? scroll down, you can, you get to like alternative and country. So Nicola, have you played with this app? Yeah. What do you think? I did it just for this. I know you did. Um, I liked the bubbles. And you can pick what you like. You what, like the bubbles? What'd you pick? Like, it was like double tap hip hop and like yeah. one tap R&B. And then it's like, okay, which artists do you like? And then it has the bubbles of the artists. It's like, oh, one tap Future, one tap Nicki Minaj, whatever. And then more and more. And then it made me some um, playlists. Yeah. And I listened to one of them called Ride in Shotgun. Wow. <laughs> which opened with uh, Collard Greens, which was suitable. And to my interests based yeah. on the buttons that I had mm-hmm. tapped <laughs> and I felt good. It was fun. Yeah. What so, was the next one? Um, then I listened to young Jack, oh, yeah. but to, I picked that to hype up. and I actually was, I was like, Oh, this sounds different than Spotify. And I asked Dan, I was like, are these, is this different now? Mm-hmm. Is this better? Dan because ha- it sounded much more nuanced. Really? My Young Jock song did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there nuance to that Young Jock song? I didn't know until today. <laughs> All right, fair. Um, I, that's interesting because I feel like uh, if there's one part of Apple Music that I have not explored at all, mm-hmm. it's just searching for music, specific songs that I want to yeah. hear. It, yeah. that, that actually works okay. Yeah. Uh, it works fine. I'm fine with it So right actually, now. on the topic of playlists, um, two things. One, they kept on saying, like, intro to so-and-so. I was like, yeah. I told you that I, I like so-and-so. I don't need an intro. Yeah. yeah. And then I just want to point out that uh, Lauren Good mm-hmm. got recommended a playlist called Mom Jeans. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it says, get, it, get, get, it's like literally the description is like, get comfy with these party hits. And none of that <laughs> makes sense. Like none of those three elements should be together in, in that way. Wait, what uh, is it? Is it like, is it like, well, I, I think of it as like mom's vacuuming music, like feel good, <laughs> 80s, like Carly Simon type stuff. No, the Furious 7 soundtrack is And the there. Fifty Shades soundtrack, which actually is good. That's it's really It's just weird. like a really weird. If this were a Twitter card, I would tell you. 
Um, Fight Song by Rachel Platten. Uh-huh. Was, yeah. uh, See You Again was Khalifa. That's actually kind of interesting that they're labeling all this mom music because it kind of is. <laughs> <laughs> um, See, you, See You Again falls into every demographic category. Yeah, See You Again has been like top of the charts, or I don't know if it still is right now, but it's been on forever, which shocks me. It's so not, it's such a... It's a real snoozer. It's a real down-tempo. Wow. Well, it is kind of, hype it, check that song. Yeah, quite hype low. check. See you again. <laughs> quite low, but 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 also high because everywhere, it's a hype paradox. Things that many people don't, like don't make them good things. But to, literally, that's hype. Yeah, but there are things that are everywhere that are hype. Hype huh? quantity versus hype quality. What is uh, what is your personal hype formula? I think is a question that we're really grilling into right now. Um. Well, I'd like to think that I'm here as like a hype, like tastemaker. And yeah. not just one to to factually call out these things are by the numbers hype, but to call out these things deserve hype based on it's weight. it's really overrated versus underrated. No, I think what Nicholas saying is just but she's I don't want to be like I don't want to be very I don't want to be like oh it's popular so it's not great because some right. things that are popular are great. You're but, more of a qualitative hype checker yeah. rather than yeah. a quant. Mm-hmm. Quant hype. Yeah. So like, <laughs> and I won't be swayed by the masses. Yeah. Like if something's great and everybody loves it. It's properly rated. Yeah. And that's fine. That's like yeah. the best mm-hmm. place you can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're overrated, then it's like, yeah, you're not that great. You're, everybody's going to find out soon. If you're, that, this is like a real hype matrix that you're constructing. Yeah. yeah. It's like how much you are, how popular you are versus your overall, mm-hmm. your how much you're appreciated. Goodness. Yeah. Um, right. Someone make us an app that <clears throat> plots that out for us. Um, that, yeah, what did you think? Um, what's the hype check on, uh, on Apple pre liking things for you mm. when you're listening to Wait, explain to the listener what you mean because i i actually didn't get what you're talking about until i read this long thing that you read about it that we haven't published yet but explain what you mean uh yeah so a lot of times on beats one a song, so when a song comes up on beats one sometimes not all the time it's not really i can't really understand why it's available sometimes and not but you can click on the song and get like the you know, add to my music or favorite mm. it or whatever um, and there's like a little red heart, you know, just the same as any other social media thing. Uh, and most of the time that's not filled in you can click the heart if you like yeah. the song, but some of them come pre-liked for you. Um, <laughs> I think Ross Miller had this experience with, um, where are you now? A Justin Bieber song, um, wow. which that's a bold pre-like. Can you see a, a list song. of all the likes and so you can figure out what was pre-liked for you? Yeah, I don't know. I That's the other thing is I don't know where this stuff goes. Unless I add it to my music, I don't know where what happens to a like. If that just informs like my what happens to my recommended playlist and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I guess that's probably it. But it just is like uh, it's like a thumbs up on Pandora or whatever. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, so we actually, did we put up this post today, Teeter? No, I think we're going to put it up tomorrow. You can talk about it if you want to. I'm going to. I'm going to ruin this post. That's fine. So, Nekla, I'm going I'm to ask you a series of questions. Okay. I'll set them up. <clears throat> so, in Apple Music now, mm-hmm. you can, there are two independent rating systems. Okay. okay. There's like five, you know, the stars, yeah, and iTunes, those mm-hmm. are still there, but they've added hearts. Okay. So, you, now you can give something like two stars and a heart. What? Which I, it's mind blowing. Like I don't understand it. Like I understand it, and there's a very pedantic reason why. Is this like you know, a, I emotional it. versus so like I, emotional? I, I, I don't, I don't okay. want to tell we're going, her. We're going no, to we ruined logical. it. We ruined this joke for like an hour and a half because we told people the re- the okay. reason. Okay, our okay, stack okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I don't. I'm not telling you okay. why. I'm don't, just saying. Don't tweet at us right now because we do know, know what the answer I, is. I'm, I'm aware of why there are stars and hearts. I'm yeah. just saying. Can you imagine a world in which you give something one star and a heart, and what song would that be? Oh my god! I mean, almost everything I listen to is like a I'm embarrassed yeah. to admit it. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I love, like God. Um, right now, <laughs> well, but just so everybody knows, Nicola is now <laughs> physically embarrassed. She's like blushing. It looks like she's a little teary. What um, song is in your heart right now? What, what, just tell what us. I'm thinking this about reaction. this. I'm thinking about a particular playlist I made this week. Yeah, uh, that has like a lot of jams on there that are like. What I listen to when I'm alone at home. Mom, mom jean songs. On repeat. Did you get uh, comfy? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like the dream. Like just lots of like the dream. Like knew the That's, dream. Very loud. Uh-huh. And repeated. It's um, fine. Yeah. Okay. The dream's good. I feel I okay the about the dream. There's like this old candy track. Like the woman who's on um, 
Real Wait, Housewives of Atlanta. That candy? Yeah. Candy Burris. Yes. Oh my god. One of those. Um I mean, yeah. no, there's definitely music where you're like, I don't want anyone to know that okay. I love this. Wait, so we have no, a this sta- so literally- one star heart, by the way, which I believe should be the name of my Tumblr and young adult novel series. <laughs> uh, um, and next band. Right. One star heart. It's like good, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So what is it? And, and when we're saying that's music that you love, but you're embarrassed by. And you literally, in thinking of that concept, had a physical <laughs> reaction of embarrassment and shame, which was amazing. What's a two star heart? Two, wait, so you're like, this is good, but I only feel this much well, about it. Two out of five, though. So yeah. it's two so out of like, five. So you give it two okay. out of five stars and a heart. I feel like any, like Iggy Azalea, anything pretty much. Ooh, you're no. like, this is fine. <laughs> no hearts. But why would you heart, I, why would you heart that? Because sometimes you get emotional and you have to listen to Iggy Azalea <laughs> in your house. Right, Iggy well, season, there are times. <laughs> there's if no, there's any situation where Apple Music is like randomly just throwing Iggy Azalea <laughs> songs at me, I've failed. Listen, right. three months ago, I would have been you and things have changed. Ariana Grande, same thing. Something turned the corner sure. with me. I don't know what happened. Sure. Okay, well, let's go to the other end. So four stars, no heart. Oh, like this is technically good, but I just I don't have no feelings for it. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's like any like Donald Fagan record. I'm trying to think of something. Uh, it's rough. It's mostly most of my favorite artists, to be honest. Like I don't want to hear them all the time. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I would do that for Bjork. Like I love Bjork, one of my all time favorites, but I don't want to listen to Bjork. Like, That's nine a good times example, I think. Like, but that it's like you know, but you know, you know what the heart means. Once you know what the heart means, it changes the whole game. The heart. Well, I'm just going by. I'm assuming the heart is stuff that you feel like you have, you yeah. feel for. I think that's, and I think that's what most people. How most and people. And the react star to the is heart. for stuff that are like this is technically good. Okay, this what's is a, proficient. What, what's a five star heart? Five star one heart. You only get one heart. Hearts on. Or oh, off. oh. So then you're just saving it. I'm assuming. Yeah. I thought exactly. you could five. I thought it was like don't try and game the system. The just tell hearts. us what your feelings are. I mean. Yeah, see, everyone thinks they know what the heart's for. <laughs> I think it's to save it for later. No. But it's a, good, <laughs> it's a good guess. I think it's like, this is five stars, and let me make sure it's bookmarked. Yeah, I mean, no. it's close. It, it's, it tells the streaming service what to like put into the algorithm. Yeah. It says, give yeah. me more like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just like think, a world, I think a world in which you can rate anything with three stars and a heart is like crazy. That's like your medium, but I love you. That's a hype matrix of its own. That's just just like a really average college relationship. What you want to. It's like the one you don't remember. It's like the one that didn't matter to you a lot because you have the one in college that like breaks you. But then you have the one just before it. That's like, you know what? I learned about how to like split a check at dinner with you. And that was really, really fond memories there. (laughs) Moving on to this disaster. Your fond college memories are way more boring. (laughs) No, that's a three star heart. (laughs) It's like, I fondly remember you and this time together and. What we fucking drifted? Like I don't know. <laughs> the next one that was a wreck. That one made me who I am today. One star and heart, or five stars and heart. Three star heart. Three star. There's heart. There's a really big difference between what you want to listen to and what you like, though. Mm-hmm. Right. Like there is. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. Like I'm like the bulk of my using these streaming music services is workout right. music, and it's the worst music. Yeah. But yeah. it's what I want to listen to when I'm running. It's mm-hmm. it's like, and that's why when I'm going through doing the bubble thing, when you're giving it your taste, I'm like, well, I should probably click on Zed. (laughs) And I don't like that. Like, it's not, it's not me that I'm defining there. I am defining an experience I want to have. And you have to separate the two. Use when you're listening to music. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're not always, you don't always have the same taste. Kind of like you don't always want to eat the same things. Like that would be weird. Yeah. But like, but if you, I've put that, one of the most defining questions of like, who are you is like, what is your favorite food? And that's like, I, it's not. Huh? No, it's not. If you're, it's like in if like you're in 12. the most, the only no, in, like a, in like a really like basic fundamental like no, get to know you. Way, I'll, I'll right? tell you what what the real decider is is okay. whether or not you have a favorite food or not. Because uh, I know a lot of people who don't. They're like, oh, I don't know, and I'm like, okay, that's a red flag. I have yeah. like a three, like a top three. What are your top three? Steak, yams, and champagne. That's like, you just have a, you just <laughs> have a good meal. Yeah, you, you, Nicole, your top three foods are just like a great. Saturday. Also, chocolate chip cookies. Yeah, no, like, oh, you're, yeah. You're just a nice night out. That's like, yeah, <laughs> like, solid. I like what I like. It's cool. Yeah, that's pretty good. All right. Did you think the app was messy when you used it? Um, th- I was a lot more. There was a lot. Was asking a lot more of me than I anticipated. Mm-hmm. So I opened yeah. it up. I was like, all right, cool. Let's do this. Whatever. And then I was like, oh. Okay, okay, we're gonna like I'm gonna be here for a minute setting setting this up. Yeah. Um there is a lot 
there is a lot to click. Yeah. Yeah. Three, three dot menus. Everything's hidden. Everything's three like, everything hidden is everywhere. a sheet that rolls up. Yeah, yeah. I, I was so I I remembered that there was the curator thing on it. Like mm-hmm. they have they have these lists that are curated by, you know, like Pitchfork and Rolling Stone and stuff like that. And I remember that was there and it took me several minutes to remember where it was, like what tab it was under, how far I had to scroll down, all that. Like it was under a couple of different sub menus to find that list. Yeah. It's like yeah. Yeah, that's and those sub menus are going to end up moving. I'm you know sure. what button I really want is when you go into your music and you like, because it's. I think I think we are now in a national moment where everyone is rediscovering their iTunes library. Yep, uh, we're going to have a story. About yeah, because I have a bunch of weird stuff on here from when I used iTunes, however long yeah, ago. Yeah, like, what's like, the weirdest, oh, what's well, the weirdest track you have in there? Um, I'm looking right now. Mine is a bunch of like. 2007 era like DJ mixes <laughs> and they're just like all terrible and I don't want them anymore but there they are um man I'm trying to decide how much I want to reveal about myself you've already revealed no you're revealing stuff about your 2011 self so it doesn't count yeah. it's totally fine what was your favorite fruit in 2011 ooh probably uh, like um I loved euros <laughs> 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 like super, a big euro moment super for me. Big upgrade. <laughs> like steak, yams, and champagne. Four years ago, those straight euros out of a cart. Every, yeah. By the way, Emily and Nicola are now both just, just scrolling in horror. Through I'm just trying libraries. to figure out where my where my music that I added from from Beats is. Like I can't figure it out for the trending searches. Okay, uh, Big Bang. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna try to get. A, well, so it's it, it, Everybody's listened to this show has heard me complain endlessly about how confusing Spotify's inter- interface is, and this one is just as confusing in a different set of ways. Right, right. Like you, you have all of these files on your phone that you were once able to sort very easily by like artist, song, album, and those are the primary organizations of the entire app. And now the primary organization are these tabs. Of stuff that Apple wants to show you, right? And there's right. some weird, there's some weird stuff in there because remember, every time Apple gets you to play a song, somebody gets paid. Right. I, I paid for "Ain't Too Proud to Beg." I'm uh, finding. There you go. Why did I pay for that? This is really weird. So I have. Two, why did I need it with me? Everyone's just reacting to iTunes right now. In I, no, <laughs> I just, I just can't. Like, I, I just added a song, and now I don't know where it exists. The only way I can find it is if I search for it. But it's not. It doesn't go into your library. Like, it no, go into your it's not music. in my music. That it should be. It will no. be. There's been some people running into that. The one button that I really want. So anyway, so I have all these like half completed albums in my old iTunes. Oh uh, yeah, complete all my albums. Yeah, that, just I want finish that real bad. That, finish everything. Yeah, yeah, and it's just not there. It's like, why wouldn't you just be able to do that for me? Yeah, that's the main thing that you, it should be able to do. Really? Way back in huh? time, you used to be able to. You could go to iTunes and it like this is like 2010. You could be like, finish my albums. They it will cost you. You know, two hundred dollars to upsample all the songs that we know are crappy that we have better versions of, and complete the albums that you have that are uncompleted. Right. Uh, so I did that like a long time ago. Hmm. Long was, time was ago. That, like the first iteration of. Like, yeah, it was like way back in the yeah. day. No, but it's just all these things where the link between what you already have and what Apple can provide to you doesn't exist. And that's like that's I think that's the primary failing here because Spotify doesn't have files; it doesn't have your old collection. It can kind of import right. it, but it's always in a weird little other zone that sucks. Yep. Um, it's just like a different, it's a different kind of mess. It's still a huge mess. So I have, <laughs> since I can't actually talk about music the way you, you folks can, cause I'm, I'm bad. And What's your favorite young jock song? Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't, don't make me feel stupid. Eli. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Trust two, me, there's, there's no right. I'm going to say two super, super nerdy things yeah, and yeah. then we can move on. I have two sick burns about the, the interface. One is that that slide up menu reminds me of the Blackberry menu. Yeah. And then two, and this isn't really a burn because I kind of like it, is that the whole thing reminds me of the Zune music interface on Windows when it first launched, where yeah. there was just like stuff everywhere and like bubbles and squares and colors yeah. and artists and you don't know where you are. Like that's how I feel often in this. That Zune interface is really bad. I don't think anybody remembers this. It, the Zune did. I think I saw someone with a Zune on the subway the other day. Nicola, I own a Joy Division <laughs> Zune. It is the most I'm wonderful the and embarrassing the, thing that I own. The Windows music interface that you use yeah. to sync to the Zune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That app tried to do everything all the time. Right. But yes, I own a Zune. I, every now and again, I pull it up. It's in its box in my house. And I read once a year, I clean my office and I gaze at it and then I put it away. From Did you say you bought a Zune? I, yeah, I have a. God, so, it's so <laughs> embarrassing. I have, I have a Joy Division unknown um, pleasure Zune. Oh my God. 
<laughs> I don't even know what that means. It? Huh? Why, Why would you keep it? Because it's so weird. It's such a weird it's object. It's a really, really weird artifact. Man, I remember yeah. the Christmas of iPods, the it's first like, one, yeah. and we all got iPods, and my best friend got a Zune, and it just oh, was like, oh, 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 oh. oh that's <laughs> the worst. A living cringe. It was terrible. <laughs> a living cringe. She was just so, like, cast to the side. Like, probably when we walked on the street, like, she was probably on the edge. <laughs> Didn't, didn't Zunes have uh, it had basically airdrop though you could send songs oh, yeah, yeah. It's, called it's called squirting <laughs> <laughs> like a room full of people were like what should we call this function on our on our device mm, squirting yeah. that's what we want to go with. nobody's gonna nobody's gonna find any way to make a joke out oh, of that man let me squirt this young jockey <laughs> It's just the worst. It was all real bad. Um, oh my god, people are just explaining the hearts things to me. I, get I told it. them. I told you not to. Oh, that. Someone just said, "I don't know what this means, but this is the world we live in now." The DJ controls heart ability on Beats One. Hmm? So I think the DJs are pretty oh, hard. That's shifting. the thing on Beats One. You can't heart or save all the music. They are playing songs on Beats One that aren't part of the Apple Music corpus. And so you can't well, like aw- listen to them. You so can't hit the button to save some them. Some of that is like so they keep playing this song by this grime artist Skepta, and that one you can't ever. At least a couple times I saw it on there, you can't uh, add it. You can't do anything when that's playing. But it exists in Apple Music. You can look it up. Huh. It just doesn't let you from there. But then like um, uh, Julie, the 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 uh, London DJ, she plays a bunch of stuff that's just not on Apple Music. Yeah, which I actually like a lot. Yeah. Um, which is and that also to me is kind of a, a showing of goodwill or like good faith yeah. or whatever because it's like not just stuff that's here so that you continue to use the service like she actually is just playing stuff she likes right. and that's in a weird balance because if you the, i listened to beats one a bunch yesterday and what's really strange is when they're like just press the button on your iphone to like look at more songs or like yeah thanks for downloading our app and it's like this is not a radio it's not a media crossover like regular radio people I guess they say don't hit that dial. Yeah. yeah. Like, right. Like there's like little stuff that is now cliche, but the idea of like, just open the third interface and press the three dot button to save this song to your library is like, not huh. don't turn that dial. Like yeah. that, you know, it's not, the, it's just very confusing. Yeah. It's cause they, they know a certain percentage of your experience while you're listening to that music. They know yeah. that you have an iPhone next right. to you and that enough that that's enough for them to like be able to give you instruction like very specific instruction or call to action or whatever yeah it's and like in really direct ways i, I don't think they've even begun, like they haven't really gotten deep into what they could be able to do with that yeah can right? you play this in a car yeah for, yeah sure well it would stream it would just use your data yeah or, there's actually a little but, bit of like, like a controversy like, about the data right now. Yeah, there's a hassle. With could the you data. play it out of your car's speakers though? Yeah, if you have you, Bluetooth or cable, yeah. I mean, it's just like playing songs off your thing. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I I listened to I I thought the the most interesting experience I had with it was listening to it while walking around New York, streaming. Yeah, that's just, that's weird because it's like yeah I remember having a radio Walkman when I was a kid that I would use sometimes, but like I haven't listened to something live on headphones while walking around an environment for ages. And that was a very strange feeling. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was like, kind of like, I was looking around, I was like, Oh, is anybody else? Do you think anybody else is listening to beats radio? Right now? <laughs> I can see. It was like really weird. Yeah. <laughs> and suddenly <laughs> off in distance, someone just screamed worldwide. You're, like, You're my guy. Yeah, that's my I guy. Got you. You're like 20 Zane heads. Zane heads. <laughs> Um, yeah, but you know what's strange about that is whenever we take trips and I rent cars, I always listen. To, I never plug in my phone. Yeah, no. I always to me, to the car radio. and radio mm-hmm. are like synonymous. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's weird. Like even if you just from here, like you just drive upstate, like the the nature of all the radio station completely changes. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. New York City doesn't have like a banging country music yeah. scene. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's but, like the majority of what I listen to up there. Yeah. <laughs> right, but you like drive away yeah. and like Z one hundred like literally fades out, <laughs> and like a top forty station fades in, and then like country stations fill it. It's it's a very like regional thing yeah. that happens. And Beats One is just like mon- like you're in Tokyo, you're listening to the exact same thing as a per- and that's wild. It, Zane Lowe talked about it a lot. Like mm-hmm. it was like blowing his mind as he was yeah. running the station. He's Even like, though like BBC radio is the closest thing to that that there's been. It yeah. shouldn't blow his mind that much. Right. But I don't this know. doesn't blow my mind at all. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, high check. <laughs> high check zero. Why does it blow your mind at all? We, I mean, the running joke has been like millennials react to radio is like a hilarious concept, right? I mean, like because we already all can do the same thing at the same time, no matter where we are. So that element has nothing. That's mm-hmm. like sure. Yeah, that element adds like nothing. live streaming things. Also, just sure. Yeah, I mean, it's like musical Twitter, right? Like it's just, but, but Twitter is even, even that is personalized. I don't know. I don't, I don't think that there are that many experiences where we're doing all the same thing at the same time. The same thing. At the Look, same didn't we all watch the, the, didn't we all the, watch the llamas escape together around the world? Like there are these moments, yeah, like where, you know, news. I mean, anyone who's listening to this, like, it doesn't matter where they are. We're all here. Yeah. Right but a now. lot of people listen to the podcast later too. Yeah. 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 The Super Bowl. The Super um, Bowl. The Super it's, Bowl. It's that that's scale. why the Super Bowl is fun. Right. Like that's. I don't really care for a lot of the disparate parts of the Super Bowl, but I like the fact that everybody's watching it. Like I liked American Idol when it was big for yeah. that reason. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like you guys are all very seduced by like the the like anticipation and the like togetherness in this world where we're all so pulled apart, and then we can like be together in the radio. Like what you guys don't know is that Nicola was rolling her eyes through that entire <laughs> little speech. Go ahead. <laughs> So it sounds like you're more interested in that than anything else that's going on. And like the clown DJ dude or whatever. DJ clown dude is the best DJ. <laughs> the one who yells yeah. uh, and can't believe it. But you're talking more about that. Like you seem more fixated on that than you seem fixated on the actual content. To. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more like yeah, you're I mean, more in the vehicle. Like the vehicle of it is what's driving you all well, nuts. Yeah, with the content. Here are the, the things, and they're probably they're nerdy or boring things, and I suspect what Emily, why Emily is so interested in it. But the ones that get me are: it is the world's most valuable company, the world's richest company, saying we should have one musical culture around the world, and these are the people who are going to give it to you. One of them is an Australian or New Zealand guy who's <laughs> in LA. Like that's it's like weird mishmash mm. of like global influence. Two is that the music they choose just by definition is like crazy all over the map. Mm-hmm. And then three is like, how do you, how do you reconcile that with how Apple wants to make money on this thing? Which is every time you stream a song, everyone gets paid. Right. Mm-hmm. That's really weird. Like that's really strange to me. And like all those preferential <laughs> slots, like there's a world in which record labels can like try to get their stuff on beats one because that means more people will stream it and they'll get more money or they can jockey for better position in all those playlists because they'll get more money. And that's like really interesting to see how they balance all that. Uh, that's like, yeah, those are the three that fascinate me. No, I agree. That is fascinating. It's not, but it, it, it is and isn't. It's also just a radio station. Right. It's, and like, yeah. the, I think those are the, that's the push and pull of this thing. I think also the, to go back to the actual content, the actual music that's being played, and we talked about this a little bit, but like it is kind of interesting to try to figure out what the demographic is. Cause right now the demographic seems to be internet music person. Like, yeah. and that's, I, you know, I feel like that's a growing portion of how people listen to music. It's like, yeah, I'll, I know Taylor Swift songs, and I also like, I'm interested in, you know, like UK grime stuff. Like I'll listen to everything because I want to know what's happening right now, which is how I am. And I feel like a lot of like people I consider my peers are, but I don't, I I have a hard time imagining how big that audience is around the world. Um, and we were talking about like, they, they repeat the show right now, right now, like the, or the, the main shows, they, they, they broadcast them again, I guess when the other half of the world is awake, which is sort of not what it seemed like it was going to be at first. It's not worldwide. Yeah. It's not worldwide and it's not, it's not like all live. Um, but I mean, I was saying like, I would love it if they add, and and I feel like this is something they're going to do. Like if they add a DJ in a studio in like Seoul or something, right. I'd be really into that because then you would actually, as the day progressed, you would have the part of the globe that's awake getting music that's more specific to where they are and the people who stay up late at night who tend to be people who want to hear other things anyway, like they can get a sampling of some different but stuff. But is that local? I mean, that's like a... It's like time zones. Well, one, how amazing it would be if Apple put like a radio station like right in front of like Samsung's headquarters in South Korea, <laughs> just like straight up with like the Apple logo yeah. spinning and like the the weird little antenna things coming off it being like, Apple yeah. radio is here. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah. Yeah. Like not available on your Galaxy phones. I don't know. It's not it will really be, though, the cultural the thing. imperialism that I'm going for. But there's something very different about programming show for locals in a different culture and then programming show for Americans diving into that. 
Right. Right. And like, that's like a really hard, I, that's, that's going to be their hardest thing to do. I don't even know if they would need it though. Like if they want to be truly international, I feel like you have a much more hungry audience for music that would like, that actually even buys music and stuff yeah. and like Korean pop and stuff like that than you do here. Like there's more of a monoculture there than there is here. So it'd be pretty easy to program that. Yeah. And it, yeah, it wouldn't be as like pulling together all these disparate genres as much. I've been, okay, I've got to read an ad and then we'll come back. This is the best ad we've ever had. You ready? Yeah. There's a cash register sound and then I say. 20 years ago, James Murphy came up with an idea to change the harsh turnstile beeps of the NYC subway into music. He calls it Subway Symphony. Instead of hearing this cacophony of stressful sounding beats, you would hear something pleasant and even calming. And during rush hour, when more people are passing through the turnstiles, the effect would be even more pronounced. For years, his idea just sat there. But more recently, Murphy got together with Heineken. And because Heineken believes in making cities greater, they've teamed up to make Subway Symphony happen. The goal is to generate support to make Subway Symphony reality. The turnstiles have to make a sound. So why not make it a beautiful sound? If you want to help make Subway Symphony happen, it's really easy. Just use the hashtag Subway Symphony to share your support. Subway Symphony is just the first in a series of legacy projects backed by Heineken. Heineken wants to champion those who have an idea to make their city greater. So be on the lookout for more projects in cities around the country in the future. And watch the documentary of the journey to make Subway Symphony a reality and learn more about the project at subwaysymphony.com. I've got 15 cases of Heineken in my house. <laughs> my house! <laughs> I mean, I've, you have to understand, I've been sitting here with this ad copy in front of me this whole time. I didn't know that it was that. Waiting, That's amazing. Just waiting That's amazing. for this moment. Um, no, so the thing I was uh, saying is, Emily, I was talking about it like just a little bit ago, where it's like, is, are they advertising 100 company, countries just to make me feel cool? Or because they want to be big in 100 company, country? Because I keep saying, keep saying companies. Do they just want to make Americans feel cool that this stuff is on in Stockholm? Is that why he keeps yelling cities? Or does he want to be big in Stockholm? Well, it, Can he be big in Stockholm? I mean, I don't I don't see this as, as America-centric as I think you see it. Like, it seems actually more Euro. Yeah. Like, um, you know, I mean, there's so much grime. There's like, I mean, there's a lot of like dance stuff during Juliet Anuga's sets. And I mean, the most specifically American stuff is Ebro's stuff because he's yeah. just doing a lot of like New York centric hip hop and stuff like that. Um, which is, but I feel like that's, you know, a decent export if we're going to export some kind of music for a New York block. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't feel like it's, I don't feel like it's to flatter American culture or anything like it does seem like it's more, it's, it is, it is, uh, if anything, it's just flattering like Euro American culture. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Did you, did you listen to Beats One at all yesterday? Would you listen to Beats One? I or will today? for <clears throat> research, but. Yeah, it just didn't interest you. This is the thing. I, I, the rest of it is just a streaming app and it's kind of a messy streaming app. Like there's no cohesion to it. No, there's some. <clears throat> there's more cohesion to it than. I don't know. Spotify. I mean, look, yes and no. Right. I mean, it doesn't, it didn't, it's not the revolutionary thing I thought it was going to be. I'll I'll put it that way. Maybe my expectations are too high. high. And then literally all connect will show me is like Michael Bublé at a piano. Oh, I'm ignoring connect. I'm do not, I do not go, do not venture into that (laughs) dark connect. You used to be able to customize your tabs at the bottom of music for the stuff you actually wanted. And you can't do that. You can't because it's how people get paid. Yeah, I know. Like if you yeah. sign up for Apple Music, here's what I want to know: If you sign up for Apple Music and just listen to your own music the whole time, does anybody get paid? Does Apple just take the ten dollars? Like yeah. how, how do they split that up? I don't know. So many questions. Hmm. Oh, so do, do you think that they like track what I'm listening to, even if it's, I'm not streaming it? It's in my own library, and they pay them that way. I mean, they they have definitely taken stuff I have in my own library and used that to inform the playlist that they send me. Yeah. Like, even though it doesn't really have anything to do with what I clicked on in the bubble stage. All right, you guys, should I follow One Direction, Pitbull, or Miley Cyrus in Connect? Pitbull. <laughs> yeah. There it is. Dolly. Um, I'm going to be so mad when this Pitbull affects. is one star heart. All right. And Pitbull is one star heart? One star, I, I'm telling you. Three, one star heart and three star heart are maybe the hardest problems in ratings. Mm-hmm. What is a three star heart? Three Who st- are you? Is that okay? Out of five, so it's something that you like. What do you give three stars to that you would have? I give three right? stars like, to like a majority of like mainstream pop music. I right, but do, yeah. do you have it? 
Do like, I have it? I always thought the idea of stars in my own personal music library was like strange. Cause like, why am yeah, I sitting I here yeah. ranking? I don't do that. Like everything. I, there was some, one of my friends in college actually once told me everything in your library is one star or five stars. Like, why don't you use any of these middle ones? I was like, cause these are the tracks in the albums I don't like. And these are the tracks I do like. And literally that's all that matters. Hmm. Right. And but, then that just like that helps decide if you put things on shuffle, what comes up. Or? Yeah. Cause you could like, you could make a smart playlist. that was like, just maybe play my I five would, star songs. Maybe I would give big Sean three stars heart. Okay. Actually, that's a good call. You know, because he's not changing my life yeah. or anyone's. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, he just went except for Ariana. Yeah, right. He had an Ariana moment. I know. Um, but yeah, I, I don't love it. I'm not like, oh, I believe in you. You have such a message and talent and yeah. you're going to be around forever. But I'm also like, I'll listen to this. Yeah, I'm not going to skip it. Yeah. It comes on. <laughs> yeah. I believe in you. <laughs> When, you know, when you whenever you give somebody five stars in iTunes, it sends them a note that says, I believe in you. <laughs> well, Drake is like, I believe in you. Yeah. Like, you're saying things. Kendrick, yeah. you're saying things. Big Sean, you're there. Do you yeah. believe there. it? Do you believe in Taylor Swift? I think we've been through this. Okay. Oh, we, we got to talk about Taylor Swift again, though. Great Taylor Swift. This is our new hype check system. It's hearts and stars for you. Hype check Taylor Swift. I'm not a fan. She evokes something in me. So is that okay. low stars or no heart? No heart. There's nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no cool. star, no heart. The only time that I willingly listened to Taylor Swift is when I was in a four-year-old's bedroom playing Barbie dolls, and it was that or the Frozen soundtrack. And I was like, fine, 1989, let's do this. There's no way we're listening to the Frozen soundtrack. <laughs> And then she got up and she put on the Frozen soundtrack. I was like, fine. Even you don't want to listen to this. No. That's fair. All right. I want you guys to talk about Magic Mike. We need to do that. And then we need to read another thing. And then we need to wrap up. Oh, yeah. Wait, did you see Magic Mike XXL? No. Oh. I thought you saw it. No. Oh. She's just just prodding you into talking about it. No, I want to talk about because on Rack this week, we had a video about Magic Mike. And I thought it was just going to be like, it was going to be like history of like shirtless men in film Uh or like objectifying men in film. And I thought it was going to just be like totally smut. And then I didn't work on it at all. Um, But it ended up being really smart. And they talked about the female gaze and like when men try to like assume what the female gaze is Mm -hmm. um and like showing these like like beefcake dudes that are like oily or whatever just quickly go through the the concept of gaze actually you're the yeah film just school real quick oh it's just it's just the 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 point of view like socio socio slash economic i guess point of view of where the film is coming from so like most film up until semi-recently has mostly been from the male gaze uh just the way that characters are written the way that character like how much time characters get what characters are worried about like that's yeah right because the writer and the director and the cinematographer are all usually dudes anyway carry on um i saw dope last weekend yeah and the scene with chanel amon the like mother may i scene i don't know if you've seen it was fully just like no woman would ever behave like this and like this is clearly (laughs) written by a man who did not consult like and but also like i get it's supposed to be kind of fantastical it's not like an accurate representation of youths i do not understand the dope trailer at all like in terms of setting expectations for a movie that is not grounded in reality the trailer that it's basically just like old video game trailers yeah is very confusing i b minus from me but that's not what we're talking about stars and hearts on dope three three stars maybe a heart Wait, that sounds pretty positive. Then. Yeah. B minus. It was good. I enjoyed it, but it okay. didn't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. It's a, but it didn't like. It got so much hype. It didn't like blow me. I keep telling my friends it was kind of like if someone like you know they would like kind of punch you with something, but they wouldn't like knock you out. It wasn't like something they said hmm. or did where you're just like, oh, I can't believe that. It was just a romp. Yeah, it was a fun romp. It was a romp. Yeah, um, a nothing wrong romp. with a good romp. Yeah. I mean, anyway, but it isn't. I guess Magic Mike is a fun romp. Magic too. Mike is essentially a romp. It's funny because um, there are really fun comments on my review of it, which was on the website oh today. Um, I mean, just accusing the first one of being sexist because of how it objectified men. But that's <laughs> what we're talking about. Yeah, like, that's. <laughs> Uh, it's cool. It, it's totally, it's totally different to objectify men than objectify <laughs> women. Like it's not the same thing. It's just like how you can't be racist against white people. Like it's just not the, the power dynamics that are already very, very well entrenched in our, our culture make it impossible to do that. Like, yeah. and also like, and this was discussed in the video, like 
the way that women do that is not the same as the way that men do that mm-hmm. just because it's not as much of a thing there's not one way to d- be a dick to a dude like <laughs> but, um but I yeah mean, this like this idea of like okay same formula as like when we objectify women let's take his clothes mostly off make it oily and very lean like, yeah <laughs> so it's like yeah. this this like creature that emerges where it's like oh this is what women are supposed to be yeah lusting for but it's like if i saw that person on the street i it wouldn't i wouldn't yeah. like i wouldn't think twice i'd be like oh i'm kind of scared you of you saw channing tatum on the street you'd be like i'm kind of scared of you yeah yeah i know i wouldn't be i'm not that into channing tatum is like no I, no I, it I wouldn't like it wouldn't be like oh i can't believe it like <laughs> let me no. get up all night <laughs> are you how oily are you right now that's like, that's like that would be my reaction be like, do you think uh, yeah. he's currently oiled or does he, does he oil selectively? Well, so there. this is actually glow. an idea <laughs> that Magic Mike XXL deals with. Tell because, me. Okay, so so it, it, this is not a spoiler, but but Matthew McConaughey's character, Dallas, who's like the MC of the original club, is not back. Uh, and a lot of the... The reconnaissance is over. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty much over, I think. But uh, so they're kind of figuring out what to do for this last, you know, hurrah show that they're going to do. And a lot of that centers on them tossing out these things that he had kind of made a part of their act, mm-hmm. like firemen costumes and cops and like mm-hmm. sexy rodeo and stuff like that and making their own act. Man, how are you going to burn McConaughey on the way out though? That's rough. <laughs> like, oh, the old no. man didn't know what he was doing. Somebody actually says, all right, all right, all right. in it in reference to him. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like very winky. Um, but yeah, but it's like in, and, and, uh, and the new MC kind of like, you know, pumps up the crowd is Jada Pinkett Smith, which is very interesting to have a woman in that role now who's like addressing the audience as queens and asking if they want to be exalted by these beautiful men and stuff. I mean, it's very it's like it's a, it's pretty different, I would say. Like the first one is it's it's much more political, I feel like, than the first one was. The first one was just like, oh, let's hang out with these dudes and like in kind of a crappy, very warm, underlit version yeah. of Florida. Um, and it still feels like that, too, because Steven Soderbergh also shot this one. So it looks and feels exactly the same. What um, I think it's I, I was reading a review and that like struck me because the the comp you keep making is to Pitch Perfect 2. Mm-hmm. And Pitch Perfect to me is it's in that tradition of taking something that usually happens in crappy places and making it seem spectacular. Yeah. Right. It's like the, the acapella championships of the world yeah. are in this like massive theater with like fire. And it's like, no, nah, that, no, nah, yeah, no, nah, that this shit happens in like a Hilton ballroom. Yeah. 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 And it very much, it very much looks like, yeah, just a, just a convention center. Yeah. Although pitch perfect two is weird because it's final competition took place in some random like, like acapella festival, festival in Copenhagen. Yeah. Yeah. It looks really, really like kind of low key. But then of course <laughs> when they actually do the performance, it's all like very glossily right. shot and, and also the voices just sound insane in that, like very processed. So, um, but yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's got good dance routines in it, <laughs> uh, which is great. I mean, that's like half of what you want. Uh, I don't know. It's like, it's almost too slow. It's almost yeah. too chill, but I like that as opposed to the pitch perfect two version right. of doing things. Okay. I think, it, I think between the entourage movie, the magic Mike movie, and then my personal current hate obsession, which is ballers. There's, oh, just, there's a lot of places where you can just like hang out with some chill bros in the media right now. How <laughs> chill are they on ballers though? I feel like they're not that chill and definitely they're not chill on entourage. Yeah. But it's like everything in ballers is act two. Like it's a yeah. show that's act two, right? It's like the, the setup is like literally immediately dealt with in like five minutes. Yeah. 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 And then you're just sort of like, now we're going to experience what it's like to be in this world and nothing happens beyond that. Yeah. Like it's just that. And I think that's actually the problem with, virtually every Netflix show. Yeah. Like Netflix shows are just endless act one. And you're like, dude, just become fucking daredevil. Like do right. it. Like, yeah, yeah, just yeah. do some stuff. Like I get it. We're like, here for daredevil. Like, like, yeah, like where are you? We won't have questions if we just get introduced <laughs> to a superhero. Like we kind of know what a superhero is. It's okay. And it's like, that's weird that Netflix like just never takes that opportunity to just huh. like stretch out act two. They're always like act one, act one, act one. A little bit of a problem, and now it's act three, and now he's the daredevil. And so, yeah. but uh, something just he's hang freaking out? out over here. Uh, so uh, Ryan Airhold on Twitter 
just tweeted the most insane thing at, at me at us. If you go into the parental restrictions in the general settings of the iPhone, or you, you can, can turn connect? off access to connect and it gets replaced with a playlist button. That's the best thing I've ever seen. You have, Wait, but it's like yeah, what? parents around the world. <laughs> you go into you go into settings, general restrictions, and that's where your parental restrictions are. And then you like everyone is doing this. Right take now. your permission away to access Apple Connect or Music Connect, what a help, whatever it's called, <laughs> and then it just turns into a playlists tab. <laughs> that's the best. And that really, every parent in America should be currently looking at their children's phone and taking away Connect. Right. Yeah. That's what you Is be that just so up. you can't get content from Miley Cyrus and yeah, like pollute I think their so. minds? That's amazing. What else do I want to not pollute give myself access minds. to? I mean, <laughs> I think I'm not going to give well, myself access to you know, all Apple's, kinds of crazy things. Hold on. Okay. I got to, we're, we're like running behind. I yeah. need to read this one. And then right. I want, I want everyone to think about the fact that Apple is censoring the music, they're playing the clean versions of songs. Uh, Just ask us after the ad, man. It's cool. What is Automatic? Automatic is a connected car adapter that plugs into your car's diagnostic port, the one your mechanic uses. Every car since 1996 has one of these ports. It pairs with your phone, integrates with over 20 apps to give you a better driving experience. Paired with the Automatic iPhone or Android app, Automatic helps you in several ways. If your check engine light comes on, Automatic explains in plain English what's going on and helps you clear the light. If it gives you a log of your trips and parking locations, so you never lose your car, it calls emergency services in case of an accident, and it scores you on your driving. Uh, it's a little game driving, so you can save money on gas. You may have seen Automatic just launched a new app store for the car. Over twenty apps are available, allowing you to use your car's data in all kinds of ways. Like Concur, the expense program that we actually use here at Vox, lets you pull your trips easily into expense reports. If this, then that, gives you the power to build all kinds of recipes based on your driving, which is an insane sentence that I want everyone to consider here in 2015. Dash Command shows you minute levels of details on your engine's performance, and you can see all the rest of them at automatic.com/apps. Automatic is usually $100, but 20% off for Vergecast listeners. Go to automatic.com slash Vergecast or use code Vergecast20 at checkout. You get free shipping. There is a 45-day return policy because one month just ain't enough. And that is automatic. Automatic.com slash Vergecast. Back out of the zone. So they're playing the clean versions of songs. Yeah. yeah. Are they going to censor what the artist put in Connect? And if so, why would they restrict your parents? too if you're listening to the radio. I think it usually plays the clean version I, I find no like i'm not outraged by them playing the clean versions of songs neither am i like whatever. well some of bummer. them some of them just come out like swiss cheese though like depending yeah. on the song i mean some right. of them doesn't really affect it that much but, but if they yeah. but wouldn't are they going to censor connect to is like justin bieber going to be like oh. doing weird stuff but what if you're trying to listen to miguel coffee and you like just don't want to listen to the version that has the word coffee subbed in for the word <laughs> that you want to hear like that's a big it's like I mean, what if you set the mood with that? And then it was like <laughs> coffee in the morning. And you're like, I mean, if you are setting very, the mood with Beats sweet. One, you have <laughs> fucked up. You are, you are just not, it's not going to happen for you. Rep in Bristol, rep in Long Beach, rep in Australia, rep in these two getting down. Like, it's like, you can't do that. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like, I actually feel like the coffee version is more romantic. It's nice. <laughs> it's romantic, yeah. <laughs> it's coffee in the morning. That's very cute. Everyone does that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Except for tea people. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, can I say, I can like, I say the F word on this show? Yeah, we should just do it nonstop. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I have, I have a no profanity impulse in my head because of yeah. my old, my old podcast. <laughs> I can do it. Yeah, fuck you, tea drinkers. <laughs> what? Wait, there's all that buildup for fuck you, tea drinkers? Yeah. <laughs> wow, I didn't know you felt that strongly. Wow, uh, that's rough. No, she did. I was just echoing her. And then oh, I, yeah. I see. Oh, I see. It's just like your ec- oh. your little echo chamber of hating mm-hmm, tea people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Those are my people. We got, we got some are you a tea going person? Here. No, I'm just Indian. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I enjoy from time to time. Um, I'm a coffee person. Aren't we all? Let's, are we all in America coffee people? Wait, um, can we talk? Wait, I want to talk about something else on having to do with beats. Did we? Did, we can't did, stop. Did the talking about, talk about Taylor like making Apple, bending Apple to her will. About did you guys the, talk about that last thing? week? We did not. No, we did not. We did. Yeah, I'm kind last of over week was it. The Walton Lauren thing. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. We did. Mm-hmm. We, no, we like brushed over it. Right with Lauren. Um, I would say I like have a lot of feelings about it, but I don't anymore. 
Right. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's just over it. Like it happened. Yeah. Like massive corporations. Taylor Swift is a massive corporation. Negotiates with other massive. Corporations. Yeah, and they do it in public. They fight in public. And we all kind of yeah. cheer and watch. Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah. I mean, we were talking today about like we're already talking about Verge Fifty, and it was like, well, it feels like ta- right now it feels like Taylor Swift should be on that again, even though her album was out last year and she was also on the Verge Fifty last yeah. year, but. I don't know. I I feel like I'm just I think I think she needs to she won't because she's still on tour. She's still promoting this album for like the rest of the year. But I just kind of want her to back off for a second and just let other people talk and um, uh, make their mark on the music business like Drake. Just Drake put Drake out there in his Apple jacket a little more. And, you know, know. (laughs) put Drake out there in his Apple. Do you think he's going to wear it on tour? No. Um, Okay, so there's one thing that we should talk about. Before Heineken, end. it's it's not Heineken. Although that's coming again at the end of the show. I want to talk about our comments because something is going to happen to our comments, right? And by the time you come back <clears throat> to the verb, by the time you listen to this, it might have already happened. And I just want to <clears throat> talk about it because I know Emily has a lot of thoughts about comments, and I have a lot of thoughts about comments. I do, but and so does Dieter. It's I don't been know, a while since I've. Does Racks have comments? Yeah. Do you find them valuable? Mm, I mean. And then it's not as, is it not a big, we community? have one woman who's like a superstar. We love her. Yeah. Shout out mm-hmm. Pam B. She doesn't even know. <laughs> I don't think there's any reason she would ever listen to this, but we know so much about her really? because she leaves these like, there's like Easter eggs in her comments, but where she lives, how old her daughter is. And she leaves like insightful, long, amazing. Wow. We love her. She's our mascot. Yeah. Wow. Pam like lamb, but it's really Pam B. Wow. Mm. Okay. Everyone okay. else. I don't know. Whatever. It's fine. Hi. <laughs> so we have we also have some superstars and then we have a lot of other people i bet uh, you guys have lots of superstars we do have lots we do, of, we, do. Yeah. We, we love them very much but here's what we're gonna do for a minute we're gonna turn off our comments in july by default we can still turn them on yep and we're, we'll turn them on in some places and we'll still have the forums but i think our comments are like out of control right now Ooh, so you're trying to quell the beasts yeah we, we i've done it before uh so when we ran engadget we turned off comments i think twice for weeks at a time and How like was it? Banned lots of people. It was fun. Does it really work or when you come back? Is yeah. the vibe different? Yeah, the vibe is radically different because mm. people know that you can take it away. It's like mm. there's so many things about this that are basically you could map one to one to like the things dictators say about their country. <laughs> right? Like, oh you're like, you must show the people that you are firmly in control. And it's <laughs> take like, away and, all the grain. Yeah, it's like, and then when you give the grain back, they will be grateful to you. Oh my and it's God. like, that's basically what I, in my head, what this all sounds like. But yeah, I, we're a little out of control. We're a little. We've got a lot of new people. Um, Emily is new, but like six months new. But we have actual like very new people. Mm-hmm. First posts on the site, comment warfare, which is just I think yeah. a disaster. Yep. Um, so we're just uh, turning down. We're turning down the heat. Yeah, and it's kind of cool. Like yeah. an easy summer moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. July. It's a lot of everyone chill mm-hmm. out. You know, yeah. if you got yeah. something to say, put it in the forums. If you make a really good yeah, forum we're gonna, post, we're gonna, we're gonna start the... putting those back on the front page. Yep. We're just yeah. uh, everyone. Everyone, take a minute. Yeah, a language. We're gonna reorganize the forums a little bit too. Like, oh yeah, make some new ones and and there's and those will ones. still be fully active and everything. Yep. It's not like nobody's gonna be able to write anything of their own on the verge. I mean, there's so many interesting arguments that come up around comments, and it's really interesting to see what people feel entitled to in their internet experience. Um, by interesting, I mean like head smacking but um (laughs) but still interesting to learn about uh yeah i mean i mean i think i think the thing that comes down to for me is when you know we'll inevitably get people on our other social media platforms saying that we the our our skin is too thin and we can't handle the feedback from our like honest feedback and complaints from our readers but like i don't know we didn't like fall into these positions like we've like you said i think in another post like we've been doing this for a while it's not like there can there's not really a referendum to be made by the readers (laughs) on us writing on the site so that's not going to change anything and if you don't like the stuff that we're doing you are free to read something else and in the meantime it does not help us do good work right to have people yelling at us all the time right and i think that's actually my I, I've done like, this is not a good idea and I don't think anybody should do this, but I did it. I read through three years of meta forum comments like over the past three days. Yeah. Dear, yeah. Just, I, like, no, that's I, rough. That's yeah. some like crazy shit. And the complaints are always the same. The complaints are, 
why is the site growing this way? Why don't you do the thing I want? Like, why don't you have customizable RSS feeds come up a lot? Why can't I program the homepage the way? I, like, they're the same. It's and it's a lot of it is like, why do you cover entertainment? Why do you cover rocket launches? Like, it's all about as we expand and do different things. There's a lot of questions, but the tone of our comments has completely changed, and you can literally just like mark the day that it changed. And that is like Gamergate happened mm. and Gamergate totally amped up the vitriol. It made our entire staff decline to participate because they, they couldn't, there was just no safe space to get involved with the audience. So we all walked away. It got terrible in there and now there's no more entry point back into it. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, and I think everybody like it's going to be good for us. We're all just going to chill out. Yeah. Breathe. Summer. We're I love li- this. Yeah. It's gonna be great. great. We're going to listen to some Apple beats one. For mm-hmm. whenever we need to get turned, Zane Lowe like, yeah. do the yelling for us. You're going to let the music pick you and you're not going to engage with the comments and it's just going to be like an easy, like fewer choices summer. Let the music pick you. Yeah. And oh, fewer choices summer is great. Yeah. Right? Where we just like reject the, the, the paradox of endless choice the internet yeah, has yeah, provided. Yeah. You yeah. just put as much of your life on autopilot as possible and then you just enjoy. Yeah. Huh. Dude, I knew there was a reason you're on the show today. Just chill out. Just summer. Can you do like Mental, a, e, like a big summer. deep breath sound effect in the microphone right now? No. Seems like they'll get used for something weird. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? It's very safe. Why don't, why don't you yell or do the things that I command you to you do? Yeah, already weird stuff happening from my first appearance on the Vergecast in my own and social media a star channels. now. We did a we did a Periscope last night and people were like, oh, it's Nicola. When are you coming back on the Vergecast? That was really cool. That's amazing. Yeah, it was wild. Someone, right. Yeah, that was cool. Do we have more to talk about? I mean, I could get into my deep feelings about the principle of charity, but I think that's not worth it. I mean, the comment, like, the, the common thing, I feel like the people who listen to this show are people who are like commenters on our site and they're like, it's worth talking about a little yeah. bit, but it's going to happen. We promise you'll turn it back on. I promise you it'll be cool. No, no choices. Keep a diary about how you feel. Cool. I recently gave up talking about a certain subject in my life. Um, and I still just write everything down and just don't talk about it out loud with my friends. Was that kind of a three-star, no-heart relationship? Because <laughs> that's what that sounds like to me. Uh, His name is Tim. <laughs> <laughs> it's been good. That's you great. wind up being light, and you have better things to talk about with people. We're actually doing a video, Plants Working Out right now, um, about how to stop using your phone so much. Wait, mm. I just learned about Jomo, Joy of Missing Out, and I have it. Whoa. Yeah. That's something. You should write that for our site. I think it, someone wrote it for the New York Times like 2012. Oh, well. You know what I had Jomo about? Hmm. Governor's Ball. Yeah. <laughs> Total festival Jomo for sure. Yeah. I've checked Jomo quite high. Yeah. Because so you have to be strong. Yeah. And you have to be really mature too. You have to and be you have strong, to know yourself. And know yourself. Know yourself. Know yourself. <laughs> Fewer choices, more Jomo. <laughs> Have a summer. Don't write comments. Get vitamin D from the sun. Did you say have a summer? Eating dairy. Have a summer. summer. (laughs) Dude, summer's starting strong in the Vergecast right now. July 1. Yeah, it's here. Worldwide. Worldwide. (laughs) One, two, three. Worldwide. All right, that, for better or worse, was our show this week. We're good. We're good. All right, um, I have to do this stuff. Sam isn't here, and you don't know what I'm talking about. So. Uh, thank you for listening. Please follow The Verge on Twitter. We're The Real Verge on Snapchat. Uh, like I said, we're doing more, more and more Periscopes all the time. Look us up there. Um, you can rate and review us. Oh, wait. People. Nicola is Nicola underscore Fumo, F-U-M-O on Twitter. Dieter is Backlon. I'm Reckless. Emily is Emily Yoshida. Um, I recommend following both Emily and Nicola. I'm I following Nicola right now. They I have wasn't. Uh, excellent Twitter experiences to offer you. <laughs> And in, here in this summer of fewer choices, just do what I say. You got a big butt on your Twitter page. <laughs> yeah, I love that. that. I'm a big old butt on your Twitter page. Um, I'm going to buy that painting from that girl. Um, anyway, summer of fewer choices. Just do it. Just follow them. Yeah. Just live a life that they curate for you. Um, no, you that can- you curate for you. Autopilot. Yeah. Pick what you like. Stick to it. Yeah. Anyway, Don't try anything. More to come. <laughs> You should just have you do this like life coach with the Verge audience mm-hmm. every morning. <gasps> Bring me a Verge and his problems. <laughs> a Verge. <laughs> and I'll talk like really oh, open. Oh, man. The, the Verge has so many problems. I'll talk really open ended like. Like, <laughs> like you should do. Well, you should steak. have. Okay. You should have an advice column. Yeah. We should have an advice column for commenters who are sad about not being able to comment. <laughs> I'll do it. We're launching advice. We're launching advice columns. We can yeah, just do yeah. it. Yeah, We're going to have like, we already have two in the bag. We should just start up a third. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll do it. All right. <laughs> do you want to do one too?
Uh, Nicola's please. like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nicola like literally just looked at a text incoming on her phone <laughs> as any oh. means of escape. Uh, all right. You can rate, review us on iTunes. Please give us five stars. I would like to know. And what, a heart. Yeah. Well, I want to know what is your three star heart? That's go on iTunes. We actually, I, I didn't mention this anywhere. We are over a thousand five star reviews on iTunes. People, oh, last people time I was here, like you were almost there, and now you're there. We're, we're like way over now. But yeah, so go on iTunes, give us some some love. Emily has a great new podcast called Verge SP. Yes, we do. Liz Lapato. Uh, I think you have a new episode coming out next week. Next week, yes. So check that out. Chris Plant has his great podcast. What's tech? There are there's a rogue podcast happening in the halls of the Verge right now. One cool. of our video producers, Rondo, is just literally walking around with a microphone. Uh, you'll see that leaking out here and there. Um, yeah, that's it. We're iTunes.com slash The Verge. That's everything's there. And that was Richest. I've got to read one more thing about Heineken. Ready? Mm-hmm. Super. Look, here's what I want you to do. James Murphy got together at Heineken to make Subway Symphony happen. They're going to make it happen, but they need your support. So how do you, how do you make it so the turnstiles in our city make beautiful sounds? Just tweet hashtags Subway Symphony. You can make it happen. And you can go to SubwaySymphony.com and demonstrate your support for Heineken, James Murphy, and Subway Symphony. That was Virch Hass. Goodbye. Bye. Rock, rock and roll.